Hey, it's Julie Pilot from the Idea Fountain, and in celebration of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday today, Ying is relaunching. It's such a good time to Ying, a concept that highlights and celebrates some of my favorite values and opportunities to build in the community, like through skill sharing, using community capital, because we all have what we need if we just use what we have. We're really more alike than different. Everybody matters. Everybody has values. And we're all in this together. Coming out of two years of isolation, we need it more than ever. We talked about time banking in episode one, season one of the Idea Fountain. And now we talk about Ying again today. According to Carla Ballard, the CEO and founder of Ying, the sharing economy is about to be a $336 billion industry by 2026. Also, hang out because we're officially starting our own Idea Fountain affinity group within Ying so the whole community can help each other. More on that in the end of this episode. But let's get into it, talking about the world's most valuable commodity, time. I E A. F-O-U-N-E-A-I-N This is the Idea Fountain. Life-changing conversations. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am really good. Uh, How about you? Been amazing. I mean, it has been a journey, obviously, with the pandemic, but being able to just have that kind of grounded, you know, sense of being has helped me a lot. <laughs> yeah, I really have enjoyed as much as I miss seeing people, as much as I miss Are we live, by the way? No, we're not live. Oh, okay. We're, we're recording this. We're okay. recording this, but technically this could be the start of the chat because I don't want to okay. <laughs> Uh, I miss seeing people. I miss the natural serendipities of being in an office and having a casual conversation versus a timed out Zoom meeting. Yeah. And I miss the connection of just every single day life. But I really am thankful for the time at home to declutter, rest, build the foundation, nurture ideas. So I'm an eternal optimist. So I'm with you. I'm thankful for it. Yeah, I'm 100% for it because I think we have now, what, two years? We've yeah. experienced two years of this online kind of, I don't know, I almost want to say very segregated, you know, experience. And it really begins to get to you mentally. So I think we've now reached the point where we're going to have to we're going to have to figure out ways where we can kind of get back into the human human connection. Cause I, I, th- I really believe people have hit their breaking point. I think that's right. And I mean, I don't want to deep dive in on the deep stuff right away without uh, catching yeah. people up to speed. So here's the good news. Uh, we're celebrating a little bit of an anniversary because uh, I've now had the Idea Fountain podcast for four years. It launched in January of 2017, or no, 2018. And um, oh my, my, God. Very, my very first episode was inspired by all of this, the concept of time banking and Dr. Edgar Kahn. 
He's somebody I've looked up to for a very long time. I was a time banker and Carla was working with him, again, very serendipitous, and he wanted to have a chat at a coffee shop to connect with community and everyday people. And I offered instead to do it at my house, pack out my house, another thing I missed because of COVID, packing out my house with friends and getting people together and have a conversation in front of everybody, but I asked if I could tape it. And I used that recording as my very first episode of The Idea Fountain. So uh, if anybody wants to know more about time banking or what we're saying is moving a little too fast, I highly recommend you go back to that very um, first episode because Dr. Edgar Kahn is, you know, so prolific. Legend. Legend speechwriter for Robert Kennedy, um, you know, uh, went to the London School of Economics and just an incredible humanitarian. And thank goodness. Started a law school. Yeah. You know, in the University District of Columbia. Uh, So Carla partnered up with him and um, got his blessing to bring the concept of time banking into the digital world. I'm going to give my three minute spiel on time banking that I always give. (laughs) I am an OG time banker. Time banking is a system based off reciprocity that brings together communities to share skills and resources. And um, I joined the Silver Lake Time Bank years ago and I would go to monthly meetups to meet my neighbors. Every single month, I would get a time credit for going. I would get a time credit for taking something to the potluck. And then on their site, you would list a few things you were good at. I did social media, philanthropy, and music biz advice. People would hit me up, I would help them. Every time I helped somebody, I would get a time credit. I did that for a while. I went to the potlucks for a few months. All of a sudden, I have time 10 time credits. I got to go shopping and look at everybody else's skill. And in that year, my life was so dynamic because I was trying things I wouldn't normally do because it was available. Like I took drum lessons. I had a stylist from HBO come over and reorganize my closet. An environmentalist built like or yeah, like put in a really awesome herb garden outside my window, a professional photographer uh, shot charity events for me. Uh, I got to know some of the best chefs on the east side. What a time. And then Carla, tell me about your inspiration to create Ying. So, you know, thank you so much, Julie. And I love every time you have a chance to talk about your experience with time banking, because it's reminiscent of when I was exposed to time banking over 20 years ago in uh, Washington, DC in Ward 8 and got to see a, I call high potential community really dive in, you know, and begin to look at ways to, to even strengthen the resources that they have within their own neighborhoods at that point. So it was just, it's just amazing always to hear that story. Um, Dr. Edgar Kahn, Uh, would share the story with me about the origin and what inspired him um, to start time banking, which was a very deep, deep connection with his native brothers and sisters um, from Turtle Island here in the United States. So it was really powerful to hear that 
he was inspired to create um, a platform that I can personally connect to with my DNA of Shawnee and Cherokee. So it was amazing to see how he took that, um, got inspired, began to build out a movement that's over now 38 years old. Um, and then I got inspired, you know, and what inspired me is because we, you know, we had a scenario in which three major things happened in society that allowed for us to say, wait, how can we take this incredible concept of sort of decentralizing how we access resources and begin to look at, um, you know, our social networks and being able to tap into that. So when I got to hear that one, the sharing economy was about ready to be a $336 billion industry by 2026. That got me excited. The fact that we would be willing to now support each other in society with our assets. And then number two, we had a scenario where you could, uh, for the first time, go out to dinner and pay your friend, not just with cash, but digitally in a peer-to-peer -peer network system called Venmo. And that was like, what, <laughs> you know? So when that happened, that was a moment to take note of as a former banker. Um, and then number three, we had in our cultural lexicon, this opportunity for people to talk about another form of currency, which then became, of course, based upon the new technology web uh, 3.0, the blockchain. And uh, that currency was Bitcoin. So the fact that we actually started to value another form of exchange was pretty powerful. Um, so when those three things happened, you know, I went first really to Edgar, you know, and invited he and uh, Chris uh, over to the house from DC to Los Angeles at the time. And we really began to, to take a moment to see how we could, we could update this concept. And so it's been really fun. And um, yeah, that's how, that's how I got inspired by Edgar. And it's been quite a journey. And I love that we're where we are now, right? Because there's a really awesome article in Trapital. Um, and it was called The Outcast Edge. And by outcast, I mean O-U-K-A-S-T, uh, oh. music group. And oh, talked yeah. about their pattern for success. And it was hyper-focusing on music, but I think it really relates to tech and any dream you're trying to conquer. And they had this Venn diagram, right? Mm -hmm. And for Outcast, it was making music for disenfranchised communities, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the parallel with Ying would be creating opportunities for disenfranchised community, combined with um, uh, combined with using new technologies, mm -hmm. uh, combined with the long game, not just a fad, something that you know, takes off and then crashes and burns, but a real commitment to what they said, like six plus years, and that's how you would find success. So things are a lot different from when you first opened the doors of Ying. How many years ago was that? Gosh, almost seven. Almost seven years. And so you're really at that six year mark. And now the app is up, it is live, and we're celebrating Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. And 
coming out of the pandemic, we really need that renewed self or that renewed sense of connection. So why don't you walk people through logistically what Ying has to offer and maybe some examples of how skill sharing and Ying works and how things have evolved from the original time bank vision. Yeah, thank you, Julie. You know, it's so funny because I'm thinking we talked about the whole moment with Edgar in the coffee shop. So we're launching with, or relaunching, I should say, with uh, Miles Butler, who's the co-founder of a coffee shop in mm. historic Germantown. And if folks don't know about historic Germantown, please check it out. It's my, it's where I'm born and raised. And it's also the home of the first White House in the United States. Wow. Uh, and it's also home to the Congress where George Washington uh, met. So there's a lot of uh, descendants, I should say, that are still walking around of some of these founders, you know, where the constitution was signed here in Philadelphia. Um, ironically, me being one of them, uh, fifth generation, uh, granddaughter of Vice President Aaron Burr, and Miles, ironically, being the descendant of Thomas Jefferson. So it's really kind of funny that we're relaunching what I'm super passionate about, which is for the first time, really beginning to tokenize in value what community capital is because we've been doing a great job of acknowledging the power of financial capital. And we have all this wonderful innovative systems around it, but we've often forgot that other part of what John F. Kennedy talked about in his quote, when he was describing the absentee of certain pieces to begin to acknowledge within our gross domestic product, our GDP. And in many cases that was summed up as social capital, community capital. And now with the advent of blockchain and new technologies, you know, what we've been able to do as a company over the years is really follow that trajectory, you know, for such a time as this. And so now we have a platform that is going to be merged into the blockchain. Uh, we have a way where you can easily access it on iOS, Android, or the web, um, and we're able to now have you go to yingme.co and hit sign up and start a group, right? Our business model is that it is a SaaS, so you have the opportunity to do a subscription, a monthly subscription, um, and then we also work with enterprise. So super excited now that we have a beautiful way of getting this concept of realizing on MLK Day especially, that we can have a beloved community. He talks about this in his speeches and we can do that manifested through group skill sharing. And so just like the mindfulness movement got adopted you know, globally around the world and changed corporations, changed school districts, I think we can do that for this concept of group skill sharing and being able to begin finally to create a more connected community that actually cares about each other. Yeah, it really matters. And some of the things that have connected me to Yang more than ever are the principles that everybody has value, right? Give some examples again. If somebody 
lost a job or was furloughed during the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And is yeah. having a hard time paying rent and their self-esteem isn't very high. What are some ways they can participate in the community? I love, because we're going to go down to exactly what's happening with um, the espresso bar. So Miles started a Germantown fridge and he also has a community board in his coffee shop. So in that example, he has a place where you can put your business cards and now he's going to have a place where it's his group skill sharing. So he will have his own group code account and that group code can be sent out to his customers that love coming in every morning and getting their cup of coffee. And so that is super exciting for us because that group code will go out to everybody that wants to join. Those that join his group skill sharing uh, movement and account will have an opportunity to upload their profile, put in the skills they'd like to offer, and then they can go and search for skills for themselves. So if I'm an individual who just got furloughed, I literally, and I happen to be a lover of Germantown Express or whatever coffee shop, I can go ahead and now have a chance to search and know that a lot of those individuals that are searching it, you know, that are posted are people who I'm connected with, you know, and who I may have passed every morning. So I can begin to search. But the other piece is if I need a ride somewhere, right, or if I need an opportunity to get um, upskill somehow, I'm able to ask that person in real time on demand. And if they're available, we can connect. If not, you can go ahead and schedule a time for a later date. And then after you guys meet, and it'll most likely be virtual, maybe in the pandemic, and that of course that's an option, you could do a connection and begin to upskill, let's say it might be in speaking another language like Spanish. Once that's done, you have a chance to do bi-directional rating which is great because that reputational piece is important. And then also, if you want to give a little endearing comment, just like you would in other sharing economy apps and platforms. And then what we do is if you want to now send a cash gratuity, you can. Otherwise, you're paying for that time, right? You're acknowledging that time happened within our balance token system. And just like in time banking, one balance token equals, you know, one one hour of service. And I think it's so cool you found a way to have the skill sharing platform where an hour of my time is an hour of your time or 20 minutes of my time is 20 minutes of your time. There's the skill sharing and then there's also the cash side because tips are important, right? You know, especially there's so many people like hairdressers, masseuses, uh, you know, you're saying baristas, that that's a large portion of their income to be able to tip. But also there's been times where I've done exchanges, like somebody wanted to learn how to arrange flowers and there's hard cost and materials involved. I can give somebody a flower arranging lesson all day, but if right. I have to run and pick up the flowers, I shouldn't be just taking in that expense. They could purchase their materials Absolutely. and then I do the skill sharing. Another thing that is so funny yeah. to me, and I didn't even think about this, Carla, until uh, right now when we're in this conversation. Right. This is the first time I'm having a conversation about skill sharing as a mother. 
Oh yeah, let's talk about that. Julie. And so it's so funny. Yeah, because that's real. all of a sudden the phrase "sharing" becomes three dimensional. Like share, <laughs> wow. Okay. And, you know, like there's a lot of words that are spoken a lot in our house, like kindness is one of them and right. sharing is another. And when I see the girls sharing their toys and their clothes, I have the conversation. The more you share, the more you have, you'll have double the amount of resources. Yes. It brings so much more into life. But I have to say as a mom, even though I may have more resources than most, I need help. And even virtually. This is something Dr. Edgar Kahn talked about in the first episode of The Idea Fountain, and I didn't quite appreciate it. And it was, children have the capacity to press every single button a parent has. Oh my God. <laughs> while the doing homework. There you, you go. Know? And with my second grader, she needs to read out loud. She needs to, somebody to keep her on task while doing simple math. She needs help with flashcards, right? And that's very challenging to do as a mother while you're cooking dinner and chasing around a toddler, making sure he doesn't kill himself, right? right, right. Literally. Um, and, and if somebody could jump on Zoom for 20 minutes and just be that extra set of help, that would be gold to me. Major, look how you're describing it with every cellular connection with what really happens. You know, I mean, it, you're right. And this is where that massive adopts, adoption of the concept, right, of group skill sharing, I think is vital to our sanity. It's vital to every aspect of what organizations are currently going through, not just individuals, right? So, and, and small businesses, you know, uh, very core of our, who we are. Um, so I think in many cases, we've really worked hard to make it very, very easy uh, for you to begin this movement. And we're not just a platform, you know, I think you and I've had the conversation in the past that it's really about the culture of the community that you're setting the tone for because that trust has to be there that excitement to actually care about the affinity group or the people or the colleagues that you're interacting with are going to be at the core of why you will pay attention in addressing right any kind of need that they show that they have so you know i am excited that we have the latest technology in real time on you know, on demand tasks right uh and that to your point, if you need to immediately tap, touch into or tap into a mom's group, you can set that task up either via the web or your uh, app and be able to get that out there to her. And she's gonna care to answer. And so we do have these fun little sounds that we have, right? A doorbell, the psychological you know, moment that happens when you hear a doorbell is very warming, I think in the heart. And then when someone accepts that task, you know, you get these yay cheers and stuff. And those happy moments, you know, we take for granted, especially within the pandemic. Yeah. The other thing I love, like one of the other tenants of Ying, well, I don't know if it's a tenant, but one of the most important things that I've always believed is people want to help. They just don't know what to do. And again, yeah. Edgar says, you know, when you help somebody, it makes you feel good. If yeah. you ask for help, 
Don't you want to give somebody else the opportunity to feel good too? And there's so many times we don't ask for help because of our pride, you know, and you talk about affinity groups. Some people may be intimidated or nervous, especially with the social isolation of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. to jump into a gang Los Angeles where they don't know the people, they haven't connected with them, but with affinity groups, like for example, in my neighborhood, there are 60 houses, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, imagine a world where our neighborhood had a yin group just with our neighborhood. Let me tell you, there is one neighbor in the neighborhood who is the most festive around the holidays. Take like Chevy Chase, like National Lampoon's Christmas, multiply it by three, and she throws a big holiday party every single year that would put Martha Stewart to shame. It is unbelievable what this woman does. And I am in arts and crafts awe. And she puts together the most glorious, fantastic, alcoholic, hot chocolate bar. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) And this year she got the party and my partner was traveling and I'm at the house with three kids. All I wanted was a warm body to be in my house for 20 minutes while I walked over and got a hot chocolate. So good. But nobody was around. And I wasn't gonna just go ask. I just didn't feel right. I didn't feel comfortable asking one of my neighbors, like, will you just come sit in my house for 20 minutes so I can go get a hot chocolate? No. But if you're compensating them Mm -hmm. with a time credit or a balance coin, right? Mm -hmm. And saying here's a value, and they can use it if they need help setting up for their kid's third birthday party or if they need help taking down christmas decorations like i've offered that lady before help putting away her holiday decorations because i just want to soak up some of that martha stewartness absolutely and she says no 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 that's okay but if she knew i was getting paid for it and credits or like let's just talk about seriously how much i wish she would come over and do arts and crafts with my kids. But again, you don't ask. You'll never know what's right in your backyard, in your village, I like to say. You know, there's something beautiful about this concept of indigenous rising. And part of it is if we look at today's community, we have gone through a lot. You had, you know, BLM, you had uh, January 6th riots, you've all of these moments that are crying out, when can we all just figure out, you know, a little cliche, but how to get along, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The hashtag better together, but you're starting to see now more and more people wanting and desiring to figure this out. And I think we take this moment and begin to finally connect with our neighbors right in our own backyard, right in our neighborhood, but connect also with somebody that may look a little bit different, sound a little bit different. Let's figure out a way where we can crack the code of bringing more unity into humanity. And I really believe um, this is the moment, this is the time for us to begin to do that. Here's why. When we look at the more fiscal challenges that we're dealing with, we are gonna get uh, 
to see a society that we have not seen before. And I mean, some of these shelves are gonna look empty, right? We are gonna see, uh, you know, the resignations happen where it matters the most with our first responders and our front line. And that's when we're gonna begin to start looking around and seeing what's, what are the resources underneath the hood, you know? The ones that I have been ignoring when I pull up at night at five o'clock and I see the person walking in, but I haven't yet said hi to them. And to your point, they could be somebody who I really need to fill the need that I have. You know, so I, I'm excited. I know it's going to be tough for us, but I think what's thrilling is we finally get to be way more centered about who matters the most what matters the most we've gone through a tough year yes but this is that time to rally that spirit especially that american spirit that global spirit of we can become one we really can become one i truly believe that once we start to even in our own families recognize the unlocked capital that's always existed and that's the spirit of community and so, you know, I'm, I'm excited one day to learn those types of crafts, right? <laughs> Christmas crafts, because I've been, I've been really missing that kind of spirit, you know? And it's time for us to kind of tap into those hidden, beautiful talents that are right in our own backyard. You know, there's two things you said about community that really resonate with me. And one, I think my superpower in the world is not how hard I work or how smart I am. It's the people I know. And I cast such a wide net. And oh, as you, you said, yeah. <laughs> the people that are in our own backyard, I've had the funniest experience in the last year and a half because as a foster parent, we do visitation with the kids' biological parents. And we do it twice a week at a local park. And do you know the people I have met at the park? It's like that old school. Was it Mr. Rogers or was it Sesame Street? These are the people in our neighborhood. It's <laughs> Mr. Rogers. It's yeah. Mr. Rogers. These are the yeah. people in our neighborhood. The people I have met at the park, ranging from uh, the woman that lets, lives across the street that always has extra snacks and a clean bathroom if needed and has right. five kids. Uh, the woman that is always sitting at the park bench will talk to me about the welding program she's starting uh, in Long Beach and then maybe talk to a few other people that aren't there. How about, <laughs> I kid you not, every single week, my kids play with Nicolas Cage's grandkids. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. Can't make this stuff up. Oh, also, my there God. is the man that owns the liquor store that YG shot his video in. Stop it. <laughs> and his kid. And and now I know the Clippers mascot. <laughs> I mean, how fun is that? You know, look at that. That's a colorful fabric of our society. It is unbelievable. And that's just from the park visits, let alone everything else. And then... There, there's one more Edgar quote I'm gonna throw out that I really love, and it's the quote that, we have what we need if we use what we have. Mm. And 
a thing that also has really touched me in the time of the pandemic, and you know this because I sent you in to talk to them, mm -hmm. was joining my local buy nothing group. Yep. Now, I am not the best at subscribing to buy nothing. My trigger finger on Amazon, again, is a mom of three, you know, can hit that button pretty quick. Right, right. But it is phenomenal. And to yeah. be able to clear clutter or let go of things kids clean out of and know it's going to a special place. Yeah. And every once in a while, something will pop up that is a major come up for me. Like we just before the pandemic went back to the office and it's been so long, I didn't have a laptop bag anymore. I just got one from the Buy Nothing group. Oh, you know, nice. We were thinking about starting to potty train West and all of a sudden this little Elmo baby toilet that plays a song when you flush it pops up and it's just so awesome to be supported and yeah. be like, it's not another thing I have to buy because yeah. you know, I think it's true. More money, more problems and the more right. things you have in your life and the more clutter, the bigger the burden oh, it is on, on top of you. So if you can use these exchanges, Mm -hmm. and skills and sharing again i think it's really powerful yeah i i'm so excited we're finally at that point which is why i think it was ernest and young did such a deep analysis of the projections right of 335 billion dollars by 2026 this is where it gets to be fun i really believe we are going to see village 3.0 rise up Right. We're going to be a part of what, you know, the blockchain folks call a distributed autonomous organization, but we're going to be an ecosystem instead. Right. We have things like buy nothing. We have things like bike share. We have things like Ying, all these other Air, Airbnb, Lyft, you know, all of these wonderful organizations, uh, both nonprofit and for profit that are coming together and saying the idea of how we begin to tap in and unlock, which is essentially, right, um, creating these beautiful ways for us to immediately access those community resources. This is where it gets to be fun. It doesn't even have to feel like a social impact movement. We can finally start to feel like tribe again, right? Like, and that, that to me is everything. That's great. So the big announcement of the day is I was thinking about at the end of the year, things that burn me out and things that light me up. And the top of the list of things that light me up is when I can participate in this sharing economy, whether it's the buy nothing group, whether it's ying exchanges, whether it's mentoring, whether it's helping friends or when people show up for us, it is so valuable. And so as Ying relaunches, we're going to kick off an affinity group based on the Idea Fountain for Idea Fountain listeners to participate, share skills, and get to know each other. So exciting. So we will announce on her website, on the Idea Fountain's website, what the group code is. So uh, Julie, you want to share what the website is or on Instagram? where they can go. Yeah, we're going to have information when we post this episode at the Idea Fountain on Instagram or on my website, juliepilot.co. 
All right. Well, why I cannot wait to see all of you is because this is our time, right? To build not just a movement around group skill sharing, but a movement of what we want to see our beloved community, right? Really rise up and look like. So I'm thrilled to just be one, two, Julie, I have to say this, the idea of fountain and the content and the people that you have, have literally, you know, just gotten me to the point where you can start to think out the box more and more. And I think, I don't know if that was your original intention, but if you think about it, the ideas are springing, right? Yeah. So thank you for being able to now bring others into the fold with group skill sharing, because I believe at the core of that is we get to start to connect with each other deeper. You know, and what you've done with this community will just echo, I believe, through that type of movement. So Carla, will you come back? And um, I know you're wearing a lot of hats at Ying. Um, who's your community manager again? Ah, Victoria Mendoza. <laughs> Victoria, we may be coming for you because as we get this launched and loaded, I want to set up in the next month or so an onboarding process so people can really walk through the app. And as much as I am an OG time banker, I, I don't know if I'm an expert enough to show off all the bells and whistles of the new Yang. So we'll come back to you and try to set up a date for that. Okay. Sounds good. We're all excited. Right. Thanks Anything else you want people to know, Carla? I just want you guys to know we're going to get through this time. And on the other side is pure, pure magic. So just buckle your seatbelt and we'll get through it. All right. Thanks. Love you so much. All right. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Yes, I am so excited to say the Idea Fountain is launching our very own Ying group. Signups, informational sessions, and all more coming this week. It's so easy. You can download the app right now in the App Store. If you search Ying Skill Sharing, download it and you'll be ready to go. Before we wrap, I have to say thanks to a huge group of people who have really helped hold me down with time banking and Ying. Not only Carla Ballard, but De Niro Forte, Corey, Mr. Silence No Good, Forrest Martin, Prophet, Eddie Francis, Alicia and Creon, Kelly Benini, and Angie. Oh, good Lord. Angie came over to my house this week and hung with my kids after a long day of skiing while I had to take a conference call at 7 p.m. with Singapore, and she totally had my back. Also, my crew back home in Seattle, like Alice and Jenny and Emily, it really takes such a village. Those gifts of time and support are absolutely golden. I can't wait to see you all on Ying. Let's jump in together and start to change the world. No big deal. <laughs> Don't forget to follow at the Idea Fountain on Instagram or at idea underscore fountain on Twitter. Our newsletter is available at juliepilot.co. I hope you're having a great start to 2022 so far, and I can't wait to ying with you soon.